previously on Putting Two and Two Together. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I wasn't no, watching where was I was my... going. Hey, uh, Rachel. Hi. Anthony. Small world, huh? You live across the street. Then what were you doing by my old apartment the night I got attacked? I was taking my dog out for some exercise, and he led me in that direction. Do you want me to bring him over so you can interrogate him? <laughs> Ow! Oh, why did you have to make me laugh? Sounds like you needed to. When do I get to see you on TV? I'm still deciding if I want to do it. Didn't you talk to the producer already? Doesn't mean I've said yes. Will you be upset if I at least season past the Bethany Baker show? Well, look at you, Mr. President of my fan club. Can I call you sometime? Sometime. Sure. Just let me get past the talk show thing. Take your time. What kind of dog? Portuguese water. Oh, what's his name? Edgar. Get out of here. What? Go into the bedroom. Okay. You see the teddy bear on the bed? What about him? Meet Edgar. Yeah, there's definitely a reason why I'm here. Wednesday, October 13th. Maureen, will you please slow down? I'm sorry, Anthony. I didn't realize you were so out of shape. I am not out of shape, thank you very much. You're just going way beyond the bounds of walking and you're approaching jogging territory. I'm walking briskly. I think you have a different definition of briskly than I do. Doesn't it feel good to be outside instead of in some stuffy office? Or courtroom, for that matter? Okay. I'll give you that. I just don't know why you're in such a hurry. It's a big park. I don't want to be in the middle of it when it gets dark. Yeah, like in three hours. We could go back and forth five times before that happens. Not at the speed you're walking. How did you talk me into this again? Fine, I'm slowing down. Is this better? Much. I wish I had thought of this sooner. We're not going to have much more time before the cold weather starts. We've still got a few weeks. I suppose we could switch to a gym when that happens. One step at a time, Maureen. Literally. After all, we need you to look your best now that you're on the market again. Excuse me? You are looking for a new job, right? Oh, that, yes. I guess you could say that. What did you think I meant? Honestly, for a minute there, I thought you were going to start playing matchmaker. Anthony, do you really think I'm the type who would do such a thing? In a heartbeat. Why would I do that to you when we both know you're still pining away for Rachel? I am not pining away. Well, what phrase would you use to admit you still have feelings for her? I liked you better when you were still calling me Mr. Wallace. (laughs) I guess you should have fired me when you had the chance. I can still call in a favor with your new boss. Like David would ever listen to you. He might after the other night. I don't think I want to know what that means. Good. Because I wasn't going to tell you anyway. After all that, I still don't see you denying it. What would be the point? I'd never be able to convince you otherwise. (laughs) Smart boy. I'm willing to bet she feels the same about you. Of course you do. You don't agree? I don't know where you're going with this. Nowhere. Good. Because I thought we were talking about me finding a new job. Well, you and Rachel have that in common. There is a reason for that, you know. Do you have to fight me every step of the way? To where? Just over there. Huh? Over there. Come on. What are you talking about? Rachel! Hi! You didn't. I 
I'm so glad you could meet me. Hi, Maureen. Look who I happen to run into. Say hi, Anthony. Wow. Putting two and two together. Season two. Episode 30. Meetings of chance and otherwise. Good afternoon, Walter. John, I trust you found the place okay? Believe it or not, I have been to your shop before. Figuring out where you live was easy conjecture. And before you ask, no, I never went to my son's apartment upstairs. Actually, I was not planning to inquire about that detail. So I'm not here to discuss Tom, then? Not unless you feel the need to. Oh, with your urgency, I had thought there'd been a new development with his recovery. I would have expected your wife to have informed you of that if there were one. Yeah, Mary isn't through giving me the silent treatment yet. Neither is my mother. Of this I am indeed aware. Still, that is. So, if I'm not here to talk about my son, why am I here? I was hoping to confide in a friend. And since you couldn't find one, you figured I'd suffice. Self-deprecation does not become you, John. I just thought there'd be plenty of others for you to confide in ahead of me. Not with this particular subject matter. What's wrong, Walter? Well, to begin with, I owe my granddaughter an enormous apology. About? About my losing my temper at her for my own carelessness. Carelessness? Yes. I neglected to tell her the news I am about to tell you. Okay. John, I recently had a visit with my physician. He informed me that I have early symptoms of the condition known as Alzheimer's disease. Anthony, what are you doing here? Same reason I think you are, Rachel. Care to explain, Maureen? What? I wanted to spend some time going on a walk with my friends. The three of us haven't spent time together in a while. Did she tell you I'd be here? No. She conveniently omitted that little detail. I thought so. Same here. Would you two have agreed if I had? Well, you got us there. I think I'm going to head back while I still have some dignity left. You don't have to. It's fine. You're sure? See? What did I tell you? You can stop talking now. I never took you for the walking type. I needed something to get me out of the house, and Maureen was way too persuasive. There's a great path this way. It goes right past the dog park. You don't have a dog. I can look, can't I? That makes about as much sense as anything else, I guess. Lead the way, Maureen. So, Anthony, did Katie finish her book report? Barely, but... She got a B minus, so I guess I can't complain too much. I take it you're not one of those fathers who demands straight A's. I don't know who I'd be punishing more with that edict. Good point. I agreed to do the talk show. Wonderful! I'm so proud of you. It's going to be amazing. Oh wait, that was supposed to be Anthony's comment. Sorry. I agree with Maureen. I'm very proud. Thank you, both of you. I'm still not sure I want to do it, but I have committed myself. So, bet your DVRs for Monday's show. (laughs) Are you kidding? I'm watching live. Me too. Great. More pressure for me. Would you rather we got tickets for the studio audience? Don't make me hurt you. Oh, hey. 
What did I tell you about barking at strangers? Sorry. He doesn't bite. He just gets overexcited. Uh, that's quite all right. He's a beautiful dog. Thank you. Jason. Rachel. Hi. Fancy meeting you here. Every time I turn around these days, there you are. I can say the same to you. Who's your friend? That's right. You haven't met this guy yet. Say hello to Edgar. Edgar? Wait, doesn't Tommy have a teddy bear? Yeah, I know. Tommy introduced me to him the other day. Small world. Not small enough, apparently. Jason, meet Maureen. Hi there. Hi. And the guy with the confused look on his face is Anthony. Hi. Nice grip. Someone's overcompensating. What? Nothing. So, how do you know Rachel? I kind of met her through Tommy and David. Sort of. Jason's the guy who saved Tommy's life when he was attacked. You really don't have to say that. I didn't do anything out of the ordinary. That's not what I heard. I heard you tackled the guy who was swinging a baseball bat and you sent him flying. You're a hero. Believe me, if I were a hero, he wouldn't have gotten away. What does that have to do with anything? The fact that you saved him was the important part. Maureen's right. Even if she is being a bit heavy-handed about it. Anthony! What? You're making the guy self-conscious. The guy appreciates the sentiment, but can we please talk about something else? Sorry. It's fine. I hope you weren't too overwhelmed the other day when we left you alone with Tommy. No, it was good. Actually, I really enjoyed myself. We had a great conversation. At least until David came back. Incidentally, is he okay? He looked a little bugged when he returned. You'll have to ask him. I haven't seen him since. I have. He'll be fine. What? I'll tell you later. Sounds juicy. Maureen. Jason, can I talk to you alone for a minute? Sure. Great. I'll be right back. Nice meeting you both. Likewise. Jason. I'd like to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. Well, you and eavesdropping do go hand in hand. Everyone needs a hobby. Alzheimer's. That is what the man said. I'm so sorry. How are you? I thought I had accepted it as something I could not change, but but then I lost control today. For the first real time. It is a frightening feeling. I imagine it would be. How long have you known? A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks? And you thought you had already accepted it? Naively, yes. Walter, it's been six months since my heart attack, and I still haven't accepted how much that has changed my life. Don't you think you should cut yourself some slack? You are not wrong. However, I simply would rather not wallow in self-pity. Considering the circumstances, I think you're allowed at least a little bit of self-pity. And what would that accomplish? Ultimately, true acceptance. At least, I hope it would. That is distinctly possible. Does my mother know? No. You are the first person I have told. As a matter of fact, this is the first time I have spoken it out loud. Walter, please don't think I'm trying to make this about me. But of all the people you could have entrusted, why did you come to me? Reciprocity? You have entrusted me with many thoughts and feelings that you have yet to communicate with anyone else. It only seemed fair to do the same. So it has nothing to do with your relationship with my mother? It has everything to do with it. Just like your secrets have everything to do with your son. Are you planning on telling her? And your granddaughter? Eventually, 
I will have to. Though I suspect Haley might have figured it out after my performance today. Are you looking for advice, Walter? Do you have any to give? Nothing unsolicited. I suppose at some point I might inquire. Right now I am not sure that is what I need. What are you thinking? My stories have been my calling card. My reputation has been built upon drawing on my experience, both to assist and to entertain. At some point I am going to lose that ability, and with that, my sense of self. I imagine frightening doesn't begin to describe that feeling. With infinite understatement, maybe. Walter, before Tom was attacked, you told me that you were willing to be there if I chose to speak with him, as a buffer. I would like to extend that same offer to you for when you feel it's time to tell Mother and Haley. I appreciate that. At some point, your son deserves to know as well. I might need your help. Well, I suppose that's something I'll need to consider. And prepare myself for. So, what did you want to talk about? Actually, it was less about wanting to talk and more about saving you from my friends. Rachel, I was fine. Hero worship notwithstanding. That, and I needed a little break. Feeling like a third wheel? How do you mean? I'm very well acquainted with being the odd man out, especially when I'm hanging out with a couple. A couple? Anthony and Maureen. (laughs) What's so funny? They are not a couple. Oh, okay. Um, I'm usually good at figuring these things out. (laughs) I'm a little embarrassed. (laughs) Don't be. I mean, the three of us actually used to work together. Oh, I just thought with you feeling awkward and the two of them razzing each other. (laughs) I can't speak for the razzing, but there was a reason for the awkwardness. Is it any of my business to ask? Long story short, Anthony and I dated for a bit after David and I broke up. Wait, David? As in Tommy's David? Yes, but he was my David? Long before he was ever Tommy's. Really? You didn't know? How could I have possibly known? I I just figured one of them would have said something. It's not something I would have thought to ask. Is that uncomfortable for you? Very. Of course it is. (laughs) Why wouldn't it be? (laughs) In case you didn't notice, I tend to ask dumb questions. It's okay. I'd ask the same thing in your situation. Well, you don't have to worry about that. I don't exactly have a situation to ask about. You're very lucky. Don't be so sure. My way gets pretty lonely on a Saturday night. You're more than welcome to trade places. No, thank you. So, what happened? Did David come out of the closet when he was with you, or did that happen after? Mm, No. David was out long before me. Okay, now I'm really confused. David's by. Really? Interesting. That's one word. I guess what you're saying is that David has a history of finding himself caught between a rack and a hard place. Uh, Oh, wow. I've never quite heard it put that way before, but uh, but yes, yes. Sorry. Hans and I spend way too much time together. Thanks for the warning. I get the feeling it wasn't the best of circumstances. But yes. You and David seem to get along now, though. I guess. Except for those days when we don't. What kind of day is today? Wait a minute. That's why he was bugged when he came back. 
it's probably better I don't ask what happened, right? Probably. So, Tommy told you about Edgar the teddy bear. Yeah, that was a pretty surreal moment. I'm sure. There's definitely a lot of coincidences with me and you guys, and I don't quite understand any of them. Get used to it, because there's a lot of them in this crowd. You mean I'm part of the crowd now? You want to be. I really like that, actually. Welcome aboard. And yes, you'll need a scorecard to keep track of things. Noted. So, just for the record, are you and Tommy all right? As far as... David. I'm getting there. But for the most part, yes. So you'd be okay with me being friends with Tommy? Why wouldn't I? No reason aside from the obvious. I I really enjoyed meeting him, and I'd like to get to know him better. He's a great person to talk to. When he's not in a grumpy mood, maybe. Well, you try going through what he's been through lately and see if you're all happy-go-lucky. Oh, I've been going through my own stuff, so I know exactly what you mean. I'm sorry. If you need someone to talk to... I'm fine. But thank you. Anytime. No, I don't have a problem with you being friends with my brother. Whether David does is another matter entirely. Well, it's not like I'm trying to get between them. Definitely a smart move there. And I do like David as well. Good. You're allowed to be friends with him, too. They do seem like an odd match, though. At first glance, maybe. But you'd be surprised. I was. I'm sure. Well, I should be getting back to my friends. Unless you you want to tag along. I'm going to have to take a rain check. Edgar's starting to get a bit antsy. I I kind of promised him a treat when we got home. Well, then you better not keep him waiting. I'm with you there. One more thing, though? Sure. The life-saving hero worship thing? It really makes me uncomfortable. I'm not a hero. I'm just Jason. I was glad to do what I did, and maybe no one else would have done it, but I don't need to be reminded of it every time you guys see me. Especially if I'm going to be part of the crowd. I think I can respect that. Thank you. Catch you around. Bye, Jason. Is the coast clear? For what? For anything. Where'd you get the ice cream? We had to do something while you were talking to your friend over there. Don't you think I might have wanted some? You can still get one. No, that's all right. I'll make do without. I will get you some ice cream, no problem. You really don't have to. What flavor? I don't know. Strawberry? Coming right up. Okay. He was cute. Just because he's buying me an ice cream? I'm not talking about Anthony. Oh, you mean Jason. No, the dog. (laughs) Of course, Jason. I thought you were trying to get me back together with Anthony. Not everything is about you, Rachel. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I had no idea you were looking. Looking is about all I've been doing lately. I thought you were still mourning Ed. It's been three years. I've got to get out there sooner or later. That's big. I know he'd want me to. It's all a matter of me being ready. Well, don't rush into anything. Don't worry. I won't. However... I do think you'd be barking up the wrong tree with Jason. How do you mean? I'm not sure, but I kind of think he likes my brother. Oh, dear. Oh, dear is right. 
Putting Two and Two Together, Season 2. Episode 30, Meetings of Chance and Otherwise. Written, directed, and produced by Peter Cosmas Sophronis. Based on his play, Two and Two Together. Anthony Wallace was played by Chris Rose. Maureen Sloan was played by Chrissy Lewis Perney. Rachel Hansen was played by Jenny Fielding. John Hansen was played by Ed Fell. Walter Gettleman was played by Alexander Perney. Jason Reyes was played by Peter Cosmas Sophronis. Credits and narration by Leonard Kaplan. Sound engineering by Dan Murray. Sound edited by Peter Cosmas Sophronis. Theme music by Valerie Forgione. Special thanks to Dan Murray. The script of Two and Two Together is available for purchase at Amazon.com along with the scripts for Seasons 1 and 2 of Putting Two and Two Together. Merchandise is available from Teespring at spring.puttingtwoandtwotogether.com. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to donate, please visit www.buymeacoffee.com p-t-a-t-t. For more information, please visit www.puttingtwoandtwotogether.com and www.petersophronis.com. On behalf of the cast and crew, thank you for listening.